Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Abundant Living for Moms. Today we're talking about myths of parenting during these times. These times have put parents under a lot of pressure, families under a lot of pressure. Everyone is having to navigate the new world where we're living at home 24-7 with our families. A lot of people have never done this. Some have done it in modifications. But suddenly you're at home, you're mom, dad, teacher, you know, entertainer, everything. And, you know, it's, it's, it's brought its own level of pressure because we're also dealing with a lot of uncertainty outside. We're dealing with a lot of worry, anxiety, fear. A lot of emotions are going through every single day. We're going through a lot of emotions every single day. And it's almost like parenting right now. This is what you call real parenting 24 seven. You don't have a chance to take a break. Your children are literally looking at you, watching you, learning from you, taking your cues and all of that. So what has this time done? What it has done is allowed a lot of us to, if you're being intentional, you're asking yourself some real questions about how effective your parenting style is. How much are you getting along with your children? Do you really know them? Are you seeing parts of them that you didn't even know? Because the average home, you know, mom, dad, if it's a dual income home, you're both going to work, your children go to school. You meet back home in the evening for maybe an hour or two at the most. You hang out you know, weekends, you spend some time together. Maybe your child on the weekend is being moved around from club to club to play dates. So my point is, it's not something a lot of us have ever done before is spending this much time with our children. So it's bringing a lot out and some families are seamlessly navigating this change and some are struggling. But there are certain myths that have come out that I want us to just discuss today. Um, in my role as a parenting coach, as a content creator, running the parenting platform that I run, Lagos Moms, we have seen a lot of questions, a lot of things that are coming out that parents are having to deal with. So the first myth I want us to discuss is not talking about it means your children don't know what's going on. That is false. Every single child today knows that something has changed in their life. They're not going to school. They're at home. They've had to change their habits. Their daily routine has been turned upside down. They're not seeing their friends. They're not engaging. They can't go outside freely. Even if your lockdown has eased and you started to go out a little bit with your children now, things have still changed. They're having to wear face masks. You know, they, they can't shake people. They can't hug people. Things are really different. So what does that mean for us? If you're a parent who's not talking to your children about anything that's going on, and you think if you ignore it, they will also ignore it, that is in, that's ineffective because our children by default are digital natives. So that means they gravitate towards the online space. They gravitate towards using technology. If you don't tell them information, they're going to Google it. They're going to find out about it online, or they're going to hear the news. They are going to get this information whether or not you are the source of it. So it's best as a parent to control the content that they're seeing by giving them context. And one of the things I always say is that content without context is really dangerous. So your children can't just see news and take it hook, line, and sinker and believe it. You need to guide, guard their hearts and their ears and you need to guide the conversation. So talk about it. Talk about the fact that yes, there is a virus out there. There's a pandemic. What is a pandemic? What does it mean for us? But you need to also assure them, assure them that the chances of them getting it are slim. Let them know what they can do to be part of the solution. Stay at home, wash their hands, cover their noses. You know, all, I mean, 
wear face masks and cover their faces. So if they're sneezing, you know, you want to teach them how to sneeze and all those things. So you want to tell them what they can do to be part of the solution. And you want to be honest with them based on their ages. So a very young child might not understand, you know, a lot of, a lot of, the technicalities behind it, but they need to understand the basics. It's a bad virus. It's around. It's dangerous. We you are not likely to get it. We're not going to get it, but these are the things we need to do to make sure we protect ourselves. That's simple enough. As a child gets older, obviously you want to explain to them how it is, how important it is that everybody does their part, you know? So it's just important that you must talk about it. Don't ignore them. Don't think that they don't know that something is going on. They do. And a child who's not allowed to express how they feel or have real conversations is more likely to be anxious. And this can fall into, you know, having signs of depression. So don't ignore any emotion that your child has because the truth is they will go through several types of emotion from boredom to sadness to fear to anxiety, everything. And all emotions in itself, each and every one of them is valid. It's what you do with it that matters. And the second myth I want to talk about is online learning. Online learning is easy. Some people, a lot of us thought that just moving from physical to online should be simple enough. What we have found in reality is that it is not easy. It is not easy for several reasons. One of it really is the infrastructure around it. You know, our children need the internet. You are probably also working from home. So you are suddenly consuming much more data, much more internet. Um, your internet provider is um, actually under a lot of stress right now because everybody is suddenly demanding so much bandwidth and that's affecting the quality of our internet provide, uh, provision. So the truth is it's not easy for several reasons. Some of the reasons you don't control. If internet is choppy and it keeps breaking and it keeps throwing you out of the class, it's affecting online learning. The other thing is it's difficult for children to sit behind a screen for hours on end learning. It has been more challenging than people have thought have taught have taught. <laughs> also, for parents, you're having to provide much more support than ever before. So depending on the age of your child, you still have to support them when it comes to online learning. For the really young children, this might be their first time getting involved with learning online. You have to supervise them, sit with them. Maybe they don't even have devices at this time, so they're having to use your devices. You know, you're having to help them log on, get on, supervise, mute and unmute if they're using Zoom. So it's been much more challenging than some people realize. And it's tasking for parents who are already stressed, right? The other part is for older children, you need to remind them that online learning is as important as learning in school. So you still need to put some structure in place. And let's talk about point number one, you must talk about it. Because we know that you're a digital native doesn't mean that the child naturally knows that online learning is important. It is not optional. It is important. So how do you help them with structure and making sure that when they are in school online, that is not the time to have three other tabs open. That's one is YouTube, one is Fortnite, and one is... I don't know, something else that they're browsing. They need to focus and focus on school while they're in school. You know, so one that's another myth that we've had to bust. Online learning is not easy. There's a learning curve. There's some adjustment everybody has to get through to be able to get the best out of online learning. And the other thing here is also that teachers have had to adjust. 
You know, the way you teach in class is very different from an online environment. Not every teacher has been able to navigate that difference or that change smoothly. So you need to make sure that you're asking your child real questions at the end of every day. How was your online learning experience today? Were there any challenges? Ask questions to help you know how well that they are even vibing with their teachers online. Some, some are absolutely loving it and some hate it. So let's be honest about those conversations and know what this means for our child. Some parents have decided to opt out of online learning altogether and they've just said, you know what, the children will learn in other non-academic ways at this time and when everything goes back to normal, they'll get back on track. So figure out where you fall but realize that online learning is not, it's not a perfect um, rep replica of physical school. So what does that mean for your child, your child's learning style, your home environment? Be honest with yourselves and see how to navigate that. The third is relationships. So a myth here, why this is a myth is that um, relationships haven't changed. And that is so untrue and not, if, not, not accurate. Every single relationship is more is under more scrutiny at this time than ever before. And we're talking about the closest relationships, so yourself and your spouse, yourself and your child or children. All relationships are under a different kind of scrutiny now. This is not even honeymoon stage anymore for, for, for couples. This is being at home together for months now, two, three months in some places and even more. So suddenly, if you were not getting along before, you have nowhere to hide. And what that means for most relationships now is that it can get under a lot of strain if you're not intentional about managing your, ma your marriage and relationship properly. This is not the time to get into unnecessary fights. This is not the time to, you know, bring up issues that have been laying low for a long time. What I mean by that is if you have emotions that flare up a lot at this time, there's not necessarily anywhere to go. So this is not the time to decide to bring everything into the limelight and say, now let's start discussing all those issues, especially if you've had conflict in the past and you haven't learned in a healthy way to disagree and get through challenges. You don't want to bring everything out into the open at this time without supervision. So you want to figure out exactly what your relationship needs at this time and have conversations. How do you want to navigate this time? Little irritations can creep up. So for example, if your husband and yourself both have a lot of online meetings, you know, you, you've become Zoom, <laughs> Zoom attendees all day. Imagine you don't discuss that. You don't agree on who's going to sit where and you suddenly both just jump on calls at the same time in the same, in the same living room. For example, you're bound to irritate each other because you can't hear your meeting. He can't hear his meeting. You are irritated. Just have a plan. You can decide that he's going to do it in the room upstairs and you are going to do it in the bedroom. Just have real conversations about everything as much as possible. And remember that your relationship as with as with your spouse, your child is picking up on this. Your child is seeing everything. So if you're nagging and irritated all the time and snapping at each other, your kids are picking this up. And one of the things we control is the environment in our homes. We don't control what happens out there, but we definitely control the vibe, the tension, the, the, the love and the atmosphere in our homes. So let's pay attention of relationships 
let's pay attention to relationships a lot has been brought to the fore at this time but you need to keep in mind that you want to get through this you know you don't want to escalate what is unnecessary to escalate at this time pick and choose your battles and just be calm okay the fourth myth is that your parenting style is fixed and how you parent is just how you parent that is a myth because you are bound to have to change your parenting style delivery just a little bit at this time and what i mean by that is that every single person is affected by this in some shape or form so if your parenting style was very you know dictator like and what i say is what i say and no question about it it's not going to work at this time because everybody's emotions are a little bit more raw. Everybody's nerves are a little bit more raw. So your parenting style, is it's not fixed. It needs to change to fit the season that we're in. Every single family is changing maybe, maybe forever based on what we've gone through. But you can change for the better. So this is a, this is a time for you to ask yourself, what kind of parenting style? Is it working? Are my children always frustrated with me? Am I always shouting? Do we get along? Do we have a good relationship? Do my kids want to sit down and talk to me at this time? Or will they rather stay in their rooms all day? This is a time for you to realize that a growth mindset. And a growth mindset is a mindset that says, I can grow, I can learn, I can change. That falls firmly under your parenting style. You need to ask yourself honest questions, but only if you want to be intentional and only if you actually want to do the work to change. So in whatever area is not working so well, you want to, this is your time to make a change. You might never get this opportunity again to sit at home with your children for this long. So if you find that they can't talk to you about certain topics, they would rather not spend time with you. You know, you want to you wanna do something about that. Or maybe you've picked up that you've been a little permissive in a particular area. Maybe you've never done anything when it comes to online safety for your children. Talk to them about what and how they should be operating when they're online. This is a time to have these conversations. And there's so much help out there. There's no reason to suffer alone. Myth number five is that our children are not affected. By us they are I want to tie this myth to the fact that self-care is critical I've always been a big preacher when it comes to self-care you have to take care of yourself you can't pour from an empty glass you have to take care of yourself because when you are in a good place emotionally mentally then you can give the best to other people but if you're somebody who thinks you can give put yourself last all the time and moms are mostly guilty of this if you think you can put yourself last every single time and put everybody else as a priority you are bound to pay the pay the price later so self-care is so important because if you don't take care of yourself your children will definitely be affected so if you're stressed out anxious worried edgy you know um, fearful and that is what you bring into your parenting, into your home environment every single day without checking it, your children will certainly be affected. But what does that mean? It doesn't mean you will lie to yourself and say these are easy times. No, they're uncertain, no doubt about it. However, you need to do the things to protect your mind and your psyche. This is not the time to be listening to news 24 seven listening to all the negative news out there you need to know a little bit just to know what's going on but don't feed on that because every time you feed on negative 
input it's going to affect your emotion affect your thoughts and your thoughts affect your emotions so they go hand in hand this is not the time for you to just um, ignore how you feel figure out what your triggers are and then do something about them let me give a practical example for someone like me when i'm hungry i get very um very antsy now on a regular day it doesn't work well Talk less of now when we're already all extra edgy, just a little bit. I, I, so what I do now is I don't allow myself to get to that point where I'm hungry, you know, where I don't eat and then I think my blood sugar drops and I start to feel very irritated to everybody, you know, even if they're saying an innocent thing, I tend to snap. I try to ensure that that doesn't happen. So I have snacks around me, healthy snacks. I have drinks around me, tea, water, you know, just things to ensure that I'm not letting myself get to that point. So what am I saying? Figure out what it is that your triggers are that make you um, more susceptible to uh, negative emotions and then work consciously to feel that, to avoid that from happening right because remember your children are, are watching everything and while adults can generally take care of themselves children need us to provide the guidance and the environment for them to thrive so we've said a lot today but these are some of the myths that i wanted us to break down and discuss so talk to your children don't ignore them don't think they're not picking up what's going on secondly online learning is not easy third your relationships are under a lot of scrutiny at this time so you want to be mindful about that and don't allow it to escalate where it doesn't have to number four is that your parenting style is not fixed you can change if you in if you truly want a better relationship with your children you can make that change happen parenting needs to be with the mindset that you can grow and be flexible as needed for your child to thrive and then lastly is that your children are affected by your, by your attitude, your mental health, your behavior, your emotions, and how you feel. So you need to figure out what your triggers are and make self-care number one priority for you. This is not because you're selfish, but because you need to take care of yourself so that you can give your children and your family the best of you. So thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to hear from you if there's anything here that resonated with you or anything you want to share or you need help, support in any way. You can totally get in touch with me. I'll be happy to hear from you. If you check the 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 if you check the notes from this episode, you will see how to contact me and how to get in touch with me either through my website, email or social media. So have a great day and thanks for tuning in.